Great guests, great stories, great listening. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone. Good morning. I'm your social worker with the microphone on Voice America Women's Network. I'm Catherine Zox, and joining me this morning, as every week, is my co-host, Lauren Beller. How are you this morning, Lauren? Good morning, Catherine. I am, how am I, uh, running. <laughs> yeah, you're running. You're just like John McCain. He's running. Oh, no, excuse me. I am not like John McCain, because if I had a commitment on Friday night, you can bet I would be there. Yeah, if you had a commitment to talk to the uh, the world, not just the, the United States of America, and you had a debate to do, you'd be there, wouldn't you? So would I. I'd show up. Absolutely. I would show I would up. I would be there. I think this says so much about this guy. I mean, you don't have to say anything. And, uh, I mean, all of the behavior that John McCain has exhibited over the past couple of weeks is driving me crazy. It's making me anxious. It's making me nervous. This erratic kind of behavior. First, he, he cancels the uh, opening of the Republican convention because he has to be where the hurricane is. Frankly, I think that was for a photo op. Now he says he can't be at the debate because he has to be in Washington, D.C. to lead the other senators with uh, this whole uh, economy um, bill that's going to be passed. Of course, there are a hundred senators, aren't there? I mean, is this a photo <laughs> op for him? Is this a photo op for him? Is this because he isn't doing well in the polls and he's got to sort of sort of change the the focus so that he's running down there and people look at him as some kind of a leader? That's not what leaders do, is it? I don't think so. And I also think that it's a strategy to divert the attention to. You know, it's a, it, the erratic behavior, in my opinion, is to change the to, – so for some people to get a bit different sense of him. Oh, look what he's doing now, and to find something positive about it. It's craziness. It's, and it's the opposite of power, of, of uh, leadership. It's leadership. It's the opposite it's, of leadership. It's chaotic. It's erratic. It makes me anxious. I'm anxious. I mean, I made I made plans for Friday night. My whole family, we were going to watch the debates. Okay, no one cares about that. But if you kind of multiply that over and over again, think about the impact that he's had on all of these people by, first of all, not even saying whether he's going to be there or not be there. Lauren, Barack Obama, calm, presidential, thoughtful, this is the man we need in office when things are, are crazy and chaotic, not more crazy and chaotic stuff going on. Uh, you know what, I couldn't agree with you more, and I don't under, for me, I don't understand, for those that are on the fence, this should be such a message for who do we need to be in charge. Always, always, always in a crisis situation, the person that's calm, cool, and collected will walk us through it better than anybody else. As Obama says, we need somebody also who can do two, at least two things at once if you're going to be President of the United States. You have to be able to handle crisis day by day, and there's more than one crisis to attend to. It seems like this guy, John McCain, can only handle one at a time. At a time. Well, you know what? Wait a second. That's such a typical man, isn't it? So our new, the new age men in this society can handle more things at once. <laughs> well, Bill Clinton could handle more than one thing. Absolutely. More than two things or three things at once. And yeah, he was a new age man. Yeah, he was, but I mean, this is so serious, and it's, I mean, I think Barney Frank, who's head of the committee at, uh, you know, in uh, D.C., uh, he said, you know, we don't need somebody, somebody, and uh, John McCain, uh, we don't need them coming down here and uh, taking the focus away from the hearings and make it a presidential 
Uh, the presidential, uh, but, you know, yeah, I totally agree. This is going to turn into, it's, it's making this horrific episode that we're going through right now, which could really literally change the face of our country for generations. Yeah, so we don't need this as a, as a presidential, uh, focus it on the presidential elections. That's not what that's about. Uh, Catherine, what are we going to do? And I have to, and I didn't even have a chance to tell you, I have to do the tease for what's coming up in the next uh, half hour on the show because we're going to not talk about politics, although it's always politics and sex are very close allied sometimes, but we've got two authors that we're going to be talking to, and two psychologists, one's a psychologist, uh, dating the older man, consider your differences, John McCain is an older man, I think he's 17 years older than his wife Cindy, dating the older man, consider your differences and decide if he's right for you, that's one of the, the topics, and the other one is 101 Sexy Dares. This is a very cool book. I'm not going to tell you what that's about. But anyway, she's going to be with us for a while, and she's the first guest that we have. That's uh, Laura Korn. Anyway, back to the presidential elections. Sarah Palin interviewed by oh, Katie Couric last night. I wanted night. to hear. I didn't get to see it. Tell me about it. You have to go online. You can, can't you listen to it also online? Uh, sure. Give me, the, give me the bottom line. This was incredible. <laughs> and I ha- it, it was so good, but I haven't heard a lot about it this morning in the news. No, I haven't been watching the news. Usually I get up at Well, they don't have time. She, uh, no. It's actually not big news compared to what's going on. This is big. She w- allowed herself to, you know, she hasn't been interviewed by the press, and blame the press has been very tiptoeing around her, and yep, yep, I'm yep. not sure why, and I don't think it's sexist. I think it's simply they don't want her there because she doesn't know what she's talking about. I agree, yeah. And, uh, well, they, the, yeah, they, she had one interview, and after the one interview, there's been nothing, which is, not that's unheard of. Well, Charles Gibson, she blew that one. You can, you know, foreign affairs. She could uh, had a lot of experience because she could see Russia from her back porch. But this was even worse. Katie Couric interviewing, and this is woman to woman, so you can't get into any of that. Uh, you know, we're trying to go after her because she's a woman. So this was perfect. And Katie was at the top of her game. It was great. She couldn't answer literally any of the questions that Katie asked her. She had this kind of like blank look to her, very uncomfortable, and it was this rote kind of behavior, you know, rote responses that really weren't related to any of Katie's questions. The one of the last questions was about uh, this, uh, econ- you know, the economic situation, and of course John McCain saying that we had, you know, last week where he said we are economically sound, and this week he's saying that not only are we not economically sound, we're on the, the, the we could. Well, she said, "Do you think?" And I don't know if John McCain said this. That if we don't do something about our economic situation now, will we wind up in a depression? And she said, "Yes." Then. Later on, she asked John McCain, because she had an interview with John McCain, he said that Sarah Palin said that we, if we don't do something about this, or we don't, you know, uh, do something right now within, I don't know, within this time frame about our economic situation, that we will wind up in a depression. And he started stuttering because he didn't really want to say that. And he, you could see that that wasn't something that he wanted her to say either. Am I being clear? I totally get it. But there was another part to this. Uh, she said, uh, Katie asked Sarah, and this is really the crux of the whole thing, asked Sarah Palin about John McCain and, you know, his running down to Washington and wanting to fix everything, and he's one of the people who were very much part of this deregulation over the past 26 years, she said to Sarah Palin. John McCain has been in the Senate for 26 years, and he's been one of the proponents of deregulation. And so can you explain that? And now he's talking about we need to regulate or we should have regulated or we could have regulated. But he was, he was, he was 
definitely one of the guys who said no, no regulations when it comes to uh, uh, you know Wall Street and and uh, so she goes well uh, uh, he and she's this is exactly how she's talking she says well I um I, I think that he was one of these people who you know wanted regulations so Katie Couric says. Could you please give me an example? So then she doesn't, Sarah Palin does not give an example. She kind of hedges her bets. Finally, Katie Kirk said, this is my, something to the effect of, this is my last, this is the last time I'm going to say it. Could you please be specific and give me an example where over the past 26 years, John McCain has fought for, for, um, regulation? And she said, I, I, and this is how she said it, just as I'm saying it now. She said, well, I'll, I'll check with John and I'll get back to you. Oh, my God. You know, I have to say, for me, this is such an embarrassing, this is not how leaders function. This is not how we choose people. I mean, this would be, in corporate America, we don't, well, until I, in the corporate America I know, we don't function like this. We don't choose leaders off the cuff. We don't choose leaders because of the the bang they're going to have for the first, 30 days, you know, to, to win the election. You choose partners and leaders to lead you through difficult times for long term. That's not Sarah Palin. But you have to have results. She's way oh, over her head. God. She's way, you know, you can do that in, in I think, in, in Alaska or you can do that in Wasilla. Uh, you don't have, you, you know, you can make up your answers or you can, uh, I'll get back to you. Uh, is okay, maybe, uh, and uh, but the, the issues are so different. Uh, you know, on a small a small town in Alaska, the issues are so different. It's you know about the small business that wants to open on the street corner that's never had anything there. It's um, you know economic development of promoting this particular small town in in Hawaii. It's great for small business. You know, that's so such different issues issues than international affairs. Uh, it's a giant leap, <laughs> and she's not making the leap, and uh, it's pretty scary stuff. All this, I mean, I can't. I'm, I'm really anxious to see what happens with this Friday. Whether I think what they're trying to do is probably cancel one of the debates, and this has been, you know, all the uh, talk show hosts have been uh, talking about this on the air, radio, and TV that they want to. Maybe the goal is to get rid of the vice presidential debate so she won't have to debate <laughs> Joe Biden. And I can see why they would want to do that. I oh really can understand God. why they would want to do that, the Republicans or the John McCain campaign. Um, just want you to know that if you want to do something and you want to work for Barack Obama, you can go to BarackObama.com, go to his website, the campaign website, and they'll hook you up with whomever, you, whatever your skills are, if you want to go door-to-door to talk to people in your neighborhood, if you want to move to one of the swing states for a week or two or a couple of days and go to door-to-door there, if you want to talk on the phone and talk to people about uh, the, the campaign, you can do that. So I just... I, I love yeah. that you told me, Catherine, that they actually will... You can stay in your house and make 30 phone calls to 30 people in other states and you don't have to leave your home to be That's, helpful. It, that's what I'm doing, Lauren. I I signed up. They wanted uh, they wanted people to get on the phones and to get on the phones in the swing states. I live in New York, so this is like Pennsylvania. Actually, it wouldn't make any difference since I'm doing it from my own uh, phone. Uh, I wanted to do women to women. You have a lot of choices there. Do what you do best. So I'm going to be calling women in Pennsylvania, in the swing, which is a, a, a swing state, and I've got 30, 35 names, and uh, that's how I'm going to make my connections. That's how I'm going to help the Obama campaign. 
Yeah, I, I'm going to do the same thing, Catherine. I'm going to do it for my house. You know, it wasn't feasible for me to think of leaving again, but that is such an easy thing for me to do. I can do it in the morning. I can do it during nap time for two hours. You know, I can get it done. Yeah, you can do it at your own leisure, you know, exactly. You can do it whenever you want to, and that's the beauty of it. And there's, there really is, and, and I probably shouldn't be going door to door. You need some young people going door to door. Actually, it would be good to go door to door if you're speaking to people, you know, within your age bracket because it will show people that you're hip and know what's going on in the world, and they influence them. Yeah, well, maybe they do have some category. I don't know if they have an age category. That's interesting, whether you kind of go with your own cohorts. Like, you know, if you're going door to door, go with the seniors, go with the baby boomers, match people up with, uh, with, uh, with who people, with whomever one can identify. You know, your, the people that you're talking to, can they identify with you? One of my sons who used to go door to door for NYPIRG, you know, at New York State, something or other it has to do with the environment this was many years ago oh, yeah yeah uh, when he was in high school that was his what his summer job and he would go door to door he said hey ma they slammed the door in my face <laughs> it uh, was really you had to be tough right you have to be tough yeah, yeah i mean but, my house now that i think about it <laughs> but, <laughs> but some of the lovely la- some of the ladies would invite him in for coffee so you know he, it was both ends of the spectrum but it was very interesting anyway one minute to go even less lauren because our guests are coming up and we have to talk about sex you know we've been doing politics now we're going to do sex <laughs> Hey, I like they go, it. They go together often. They do. They shouldn't, should they? I don't know. I Catherine's off with Lauren Beller on Voice America Women's Network. I'm your social worker with a microphone. Don't go away. Thanks for joining us this morning. We will be back in a minute. We have 30 seconds to go, so now you guys are going to listen to some of my great music here. We don't beat you over the head with our opinion, and we listen to yours. The new face of talk radio, Voice America Women's Radio Network. If you've tried everything on the market and can't seem to get the radiant results you want from your skincare routine, it's time you stop shopping and start listening. Skin Health Today will help you take charge and start making smart choices for a lifetime of radiant skin and positive self-image. Join host Celeste Hilling and her esteemed panel of experts every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Skin Health Today on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. SkillsUSA can help. What is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA is life-changing. SkillsUSA is awesome. SkillsUSA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. SkillsUSA is amazing. SkillsUSA is motivating. SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at skillsusa.org. 
Holistic health and well-being covers many facets, including stress, time management, weight loss, cardiovascular training, and aging. And that's just to name a few. Your Life Without Limits will help to sort it all out for you. Join host Joe Sardi and the top minds in holistic health and well-being for an educational and entertaining hour. Listen for Your Life Without Limits. Heard every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. We talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to The Catherine Zox Show. I'm Catherine Zox, and I'm your social worker with a microphone with my co-host, Lauren Beller, and you're listening to Voice America Women's Network. And as we promised, we're going to be talking about sex now. We talked about politics, depressing, depressing, depressing. Now we're talking about the fun stuff, the good stuff. And I think we all need that right about now. So we've got Laura Korn, Dr. Laura Korn, 101 Sexy Dares. This is the title of her new book. She's one of the leading experts on the art of seduction. And she's sold more than 2 million million couples and copies have found renewed passion and better sex through her wildly successful great sex books. I love it. Uh, but here's a statistic. Before uh, we let Laura get a word in edgewise here, we want to just give this statistic because this is real important. I mean, we all agree sex is fun, enjoyable, a vital part of life. We love it, right? But uh, unfortunately, apparently, and according to the Direct Sexual Wellbeing Global Survey, less than half of people worldwide are fully satisfied with their sex life. That's a lot of people who are dissatisfied. The study was conducted by the Harris Interactive uh, Group, and this was done in 2006, and they found that more than half of the 26,000 people surveyed would like to introduce a little experimentation into their sex life. But the question is how. So here's the person to tell us how. Laura, welcome to the show. Nice to have you on this morning. Well, thank you. What a great intro. <laughs> All right, now you've got to do it. Okay, this book is like... And this book is so, I've never seen anything like it, actually. Oh, that's uh, so good. You have a copy? Yeah, I do. Yay! Yes, they sent me a copy, and I have to tell you, they got it here on time. You know, so oftentimes I get the books two days later after I've done the show. But I know. I've done a couple of interviews, and they didn't have the book, and it's one of these books that, you know, seeing is believing, right? Like yeah. you just said, please share with the audience why this book is so unusual. Yeah, All right. So do it because I'm opening up the book and I'm looking. Okay, what are some of these sexy dares? I gotta, you know, you know, have a few of them before I go on the air and talk to Laura. But you can't because the book looks like there's nothing in it when you first open it up, right? <laughs> well, it it it's kind of like what? You're, you're first you go, ah, oh, then you go, oh, my God, every dare is. Sealed in an envelope. And every dare is labeled for the man, the woman. Like, let's go through some of these because you've got the, everyone is sealed in an envelope, so you have to wait until you actually want to use it, right, with your partner? So well, you no, can't no, 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 no. Here, this is the concept. The concept All right, taps into what you just said, why half of, of, of people are not satisfied in the bedroom. The reason is, I mean, a lot of us love our partner and we feel comfortable, but we're in a rut. It, that's what it is. It's a rut. You know, you, you every time you show up in the bedroom, it's the same thing, and you just, it's the 
same thing over and over again. There's no anticipation. You're doing the same thing. And that's and you still have your partner, but you're just not satisfied. You're what you want excitement. So this is a book you do. This is not a book you read. This book is all about anticipation and and also stretching your boundaries a little bit, going out of your comfort, trying new things. And it's a book you do. So there's 101 sealed envelopes, 50 for his eyes only, 50 for her eyes only, and one for the very end. And the concept is to add anticipation and mystery and excitement to the relationship. So as a couple, you flip through the book, and when you want to take the challenge, you want to do something different, he rips out a dare, a challenge, a sexy dare, and you rip out one. You cannot peek inside each other's pages. And that's when the anticipation begins. But, Laura, okay, let's, yes. what happens? So you actually, let's say, all right, kids, you put the kids to bed. You want to have sex. You don't want to go through the same old stuff like you say, the same old routine, right. boring, boring. Right. Okay, you have the book. Now, you take the book into the bedroom. Would you tell me exactly what you're well, supposed to do? Because I'm, do- I'm, I'm going on a trip with my boyfriend. I've got to use this correctly. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good place to start, Catherine, is to right. read the intro. Because if you notice, on the sealed envelopes, there are little icons. So let's get, so on every sealed envelope, your little sexy dare, there is a title, and that's half the fun, like, oh my god, I, like, I love number two, shake and bake. I mean, love it, love it, love it. I mean, I have my favorite dares, of course. And they each have a title, but you'll also notice there's some icons, or some don't have icons on it. So if there's a little car icon, that means you're going somewhere. If there's a fork and a spoon, that means there's a treat or food involved. If there's a dollar sign, then I tell you what the dollar signs are. So the dares that actually don't have any icons are, are, or the like, um, like a little time, has a little watch on it, like a little alarm clock, those would be quickie dares. So let's say you want to do something that night. Then you whip out an envelope that doesn't have any icons on it. Or has a little, you know, the little clock, so it's a quickie dare. So the icons give you what you need to know if you can do it right then and there, or you're going to need to plan your dare. Oh, this is great. So, And you also have, here's another one that you didn't mention, Laura, this the celebrity dare. Now, what are those? Yes! I'm so <laughs> glad you're good. I have 15 celebrities that wrote dares for the book. How much fun is that? Um, I, I, to give you a little bit of a hand, I mean, uh, you probably know who Tracy Cox is, the fabulous British, the, the number one sex author in Britain. Oh, okay, Tracy Cox. Yeah, Tracy Cox, Cox Dr. Dr. Sadie Allison. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Lauren? It's, uh, is Lauren there? I'm there, Catherine. I do not know who she is, but I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> we have, we have. Oh my God, we have the wonderful Susie Bright. I love you. The um, um, I don't know if you know who Susie is, but she's written ten books on sex. Uh, we have the Playboy Advisor. All right, who's the Playboy Advisor? I'm interested in that one. Oh, and it's for his eyes only. Um, <laughs> it's every man's fantasy. He dares the guy, of course, in the relationship to do this amazing dare. Amazing. But, Laura, are these things, do you think like the average, well, obviously they do because this book is selling like hotcakes, but uh, like the average person, are they going to be intimidated by it? Now, I don't get too intimidated by stuff. I think maybe sometimes I'm not creative enough. I don't know about you, Lauren. Lauren's my co-host. But I'd like to think up 
you know, new things like you're talking about these stairs, but I just don't have the creativity. It's not that I'm afraid to do it. Now you've got people, though, who might be intimidated, they're scared, they think it may be too sexy, too erotic. Do, does anybody run into that problem? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? But here's the really cool thing about this book, and even my 101 Nights of Great Sex series. The book kind of gives you permission to try new things because as when you're a couple, it, it because you know where the ideas are coming from. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, it's not my fault. Help, it's it's not my fault. Laura made me do it. I couldn't help exactly. myself. <laughs> women are looking for a way to break out, and this is a safe book to do that because it's not you. It's Laura giving you the gentle push. And in and if you look on the back cover copy, there really are is a wide variety of dares in this book. They're romantic dares. There's sexy, they're sweet, they're tender, they're naughty, they're kinky. They go, I mean, I'm going to make you blush, I'm going to make you do things you've never done, and then I'm going to do things you're going to go, oh, God, piece of cake. But the one thing that this book does is the minute you rip out the dare, the anticipation that your partner is working behind the scenes to surprise you does something to your relationship, I'm telling you, it's, it's like magic. It's electric. It's unbelievable. Because it's, I've got a secret, you've got a secret. And what about these, spe- now you have really specific erotic techniques. But we're on the net, so we can talk about whatever we want to, by the way. You don't oh. have to hold back. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't know we were on the net. Oh, yeah, exciting. we're on the net. So we can say what we want. I mean, you can say that, you know, we, we aren't limited by the... Uh, oh, the yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay, there's some dirty dares in here. <laughs> Dirty dares, I like dirty that. Dirty dares. In fact, I ran that by Simon and Schuster. I said, "She doesn't want to call it 101 Dirty Dares," but I was just because I, you know, it sounds really good. But anyway, do you want to do you want to pull any of these out and share them with the audience? Or? Well, yeah, I can. I mean, I just, do. You want me do you to? Want, okay, which will you want a, a kind of a, a an easy one to do, or one that's kind of creative, or what? Let's do one that's creative. Let's not do one that we already know. You know, let's do one that would be is creative. Tell me which one is creative that we should. Uh... Oh, that's terrible. I wrote 101 of these. Yeah, they're well, all creative, you know, something, right? Something that probably every woman has in the kitchen but hasn't <laughs> thought about doing. Something that, well, number two, shake and bake, is just kind of fun, but it's also great because it involves a meal, which, you know, I love eating insects. I, yeah, I do, too. Um, <laughs> so maybe you and I should get together. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, oh, you know, if that's very, that, if you want to pull that one, I mean. All right, I've got shake and bake, and it says for her eyes only. And for those of you, if anybody's just joining us, we're talking about 100 and Sexy Dares with Laura Korn, New York Times bestselling author, and now we're getting into our shake and bake in the kitchen for her eyes only. There are two dollar signs here plus a star, so it means, is it, Somewhat expensive or no? Um, you know, if you have to buy the apron, it could. <laughs> if you already have an apron, it, you're good to go. All right. So I, I have a couple aprons. I have never, I haven't used them in years, but I See? can. So, yeah. See now, here you want. You said you you needed an idea. Yeah. All right. All right. I, rip that open. Okay, I'm ripping it open now. I'm opening up the page. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now, isn't it, it fun just the pro, like opening up the page? Now, if you saw your your boyfriend, right? You're my boyfriend. Well, 20 open. years, by the way, so we need help, too. 20? I mean, 20. I can't, I've been with my boyfriend for 18. 
Oh, my God. Catherine, what's with us? <laughs> what are we afraid of, Catherine? Uh, no, we're not afraid. I think we've got a good thing, and you don't want to ruin it. I mean, <laughs> and <laughs> with you, he definitely has a good thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> You have to be the sexiest babe. Okay, we've got. Well, you know what the truth is here. You know, he just said, "Laura, when are you going to write another book?" And it's true. My relationship with my boyfriend of 18 years is never better than when I'm writing a book, because I'm trying, I'm making the effort. You know, I'm I'm coming up with this stuff. I'm trying it out. You know, and and I'm like, and then I wrote a second book right after that, and you know, it's been a couple of months. So he's like, what? he just said to me the other day, when are you writing another book? He found the perfect girlfriend. He is such a lucky guy. We have to take a break. So now we're going to tease people because when we come back, then we're going to do the Shake and Bake, which is one of these 101 Sexy Dares with Laura Corn. Don't go away. I also want to find out what your boyfriend does for a living. Anyway, you're listening to The Catherine Zock Show. I'm your social worker with a microphone with Lauren Deller. We'll be back with Laura Corn. Don't go away. radio that informs, entertains, and enlightens you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. Today's professional woman is confronted by outrageous advertising and cultural pressures that assume how a woman should look and behave. The show Women, Food, Sex, and Power, Rekindling Your Fire, will finally challenge these seriously flawed assumptions and discuss daring alternatives. Join host Bethany Gagne for an authentic reflection of the modern woman every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Hey, y'all, this is Stephen Cochran. As a country artist, I have traveled around this great country of ours, often meeting our brave men and women in uniform. And as a Marine and veteran of both the Iraq and Afghan conflict, I know how important it is to thank our troops who defend our freedom each and every day. One of the best ways to thank them is to give their children and spouses the gift of education. Scholarships for two years, four years, and vocational school. This is exactly what a national charity, Thanks USA, does. Please go to their website, www. Dot thanksusa.org to make a generous donation to the Thanks USA Scholarship Fund for the families of the troops, and I thank you. What it comes down to, ladies, is that defining line between been there, done that, and ain't going back, baby. Yeah, I've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers, maybe even dolls, babes, darling, sugar, and sweetheart, but I say that women are truly amazing. Join Dr. Marlene for Amazing Women, Brains, Beauty, and Style, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, right here on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Finally, radio that was made just for you. Voice America Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. 
Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm your social worker with the microphone. I'm Catherine Zox, and it's Voice America Women's Network with Lauren Beller, my co-host, and with Laura Korn, New York Times best-selling author and author of 101 Sexy Dares. Now, we're just about to do one of those dares, or to ex- I don't know, we're not going to do them. I guess we're going to explain one of those dares. We've taken <laughs> the shake and bake, right? Well, that's yeah, what we're shake and break. You want to read it? You can read it. It's short. It's short, and it's got this is all you need. The ingredients for the shake and bake. In the kitchen, this is a you know really simple. You're right. This is easy to do and very. I was during the break. I was reading it. Uh, what you need is what one recipe that's easy to cook. Okay, we've all got that, ladies. One sexy apron. Uh, does the apron have to be sexy or no. is it just sexy? I mean, you know, uh, I went and found some really sexy. You know, I did some research on the web and found a couple of places. If you you know if you wanted to, you know, you don't need a sexy apron. But what is a sexy apron? I mean, if you're wearing a se- if you're only wearing an apron, it's sexy anyway, isn't it? By exactly, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I probably should in the book too get rid of that. But there are some. I found some really cute sexy aprons. So you know. Okay, it's, are the sexy aprons you say they're available? Because uh, we've got this, ladies. If you want to get a sexy apron, you think you need that too? Uh, what Caroline's Caroline's Kitchen, Caroline's Kitchen Online dot com. You can buy a sexy apron. Yep, and JessieSteel.com, too. And JessieSteel.com. So those are two websites you can go to if you need if you think you need a sexy apron. And high heels. Who doesn't have high heels? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So this is very cool. So this is very. Have you ever done this? No. See, it's just so simple. <laughs> I have some things maybe, after I go through each one of these, I may be able to add a couple things, who okay. knows, for your next book. <laughs> so explain it to your audience, what, in a nutshell, what are we doing in this dare? All right, we're in the kitchen, uh, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, says Laura, very true, uh, but the way to a man's libido is through his eyes, and that's really true, you know, what he sees, and no matter how we feel about our bodies, and I think that's really important, Laura, because, you know, you don't have to have a gorgeous body, because the guy you're with, he loves you, He lo- we have to go with the premise, he loves you loves your body no matter what, right? Exactly. Okay. So he thinks we're hot as hell. That's what you say. Okay, especially when we're doing something domestic. (laughs) And especially when we're doing it in the nude or nearly nude. And I guess the nearly nude is we're going to have our apron on, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And the heels are the garnish. (laughs) The heels. So they have to be not, you don't want those clunky heels or a pair, you want those like skinny heels, sexy heels. Yeah. And and this is a great line, you know, that, that click clack. Mm-hmm. That the heels make across the kitchen floor give men instant hard ons. Yeah. Oh, good. Great. I love that. An instant hard on. Okay, because I have a tile floor, so that should be really oh. quick. Is that, <laughs> isn't there sexy? You you know what I mean? The high heels, click clack. Wow. Yes. Instant hard on. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you know that, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's very shy. She's sitting there not saying anything. Uh, on, maybe you've already done this stuff. All in. No, I. You know what? I'm laughing because I'm thinking that so many times. I have the thought of all these fun, crazy things, but then it's finally the end of the day, and who has the energy to do it? So I'm, li- I'm saying, you know what? It's just about what you're saying is just do it. Just do it, yeah. You and know you what? Have a baby, it's, it's like, it's like uh, I used to have a line with 101 nights of great uh, sex, like, just please give me 100 nights of great sleep. You know, <laughs> we're all so exhausted. Exactly. It, it, it's true. And, but you know, what, you know when you go to the gym or when you do one of these things, when you take the dare, you know, just the word dare, it's a kind of it's kind of a little bit scary, but it's exciting, but it's also empowering and it gives you energy. I was just Laura, that is exactly that true. is so true. We have to you know, you say I'm too tired, I don't want to. then when you do it, I mean sex is energy it gives you energy, energy. it invigorates you. Afterwards you have more energy, not less. Right. And the other thing when you 
when you're actually doing this book with your partner, when you rip out that dare, you're committed. You are now, it's almost that extra, like your little, you know, when you went back to school and you were given homework. I mean, you, you're kind of, you're, you have this commitment, and so it kind of forces you to, to make, you know, to, to do it. Yeah, I mean, if you're a responsible person, you're going to do this. Exactly. One who said you're going to do this. Back to the hard-on. Yeah, exactly. Back to the hard-on. Okay, but before the hard-on, this is what we have to do, ladies. Okay, you become, you're the naked chef. You're your very own version of the naked chef, says Laura, with a little extra dash of spice. And, of course, the special seasoning for this dare is the apron, which we've been talking about. Perfect peekaboo clothing, skimpy, tied around the waist. Although one thing you say, Laura, to show off your gorgeous breasts. Now, I'm of the baby boomer generation. My breasts aren't as gorgeous as they used to be. So what do you do? Can you wear a little something or uplifting, or do you have to be totally, not for embarrassment, just to give it a little, you know, I'm not 25. Right. You know, um, um, (laughs) you you can do anything. I mean, I love just the the apron and everything else. Just let it all hang out. Let them hang down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, all right, just do what you, you do. You just said he loves you just the way you are. Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> okay, the heels are the garnish, Laura says. True, they are the garnish length in your legs. Highlight your calves, make them tall, I mean, make them high, make them skinny, sexy, perfect clack, clack across the kitchen floor. Gives men an instant heart on. Is it better than Viagra? Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a lot better for you. It's a lot better for you. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now you're going to cook dinner. And you just, what are you, just little Miss Innocence? You're just cooking dinner with your high heels and your apron and you're naked and your boobs hanging out and your hips and your rear end and you just pretend like it's no big deal? Right. And you know what? And then this is a funny line. Every time you open the oven, and that's, you know, which should be often, even if there's nothing in there, <laughs> make sure your butt's in the air. I mean, basically, this is foreplay for a guy. I mean, oh, this gorgeous woman is got an apron on, making a meal, you're flirting, you're doing all those things that you did in the very beginning. It just, you know, you have a meal, you let them lick off your fingers, and, and you know, you, you basically it's dessert first. And, but also, Laura, you said, and you've got to be careful of this because I don't want anybody to chop off their boobs, but you said bend over, let your breast shake a little while you're chopping those vegetables. But for exactly. big busted ladies like myself, you know, don't get too near the... <laughs> <laughs> that knife. I mean, you got to be careful. Then you run an ice cube over your neck, and then you suck on it, saying, "Gosh, I always get so hot when I cook." Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> this is great. You get my humor. You know, here's what I try to do in every one of my sex books. There's got to be a wink. There's got to be, you know, when I'm whispering and, and encouraging the woman, and you know, and her sealed envelopes and him, I'm trying. You know, I'm. It shouldn't be so serious. You know, have fun. The way this is written, I think, is really encouraging and and motivating and inspiring. So I'm so glad you get it. Yeah, and you know, Laura, you set up the – you set up the – have fun, you know, and I think it's hard – for a lo- I think uh, Lauren, you kind of alluded to this in the beginning. Sometimes we're all not just tired, but we're also wound up and hung up and you know stressed out. And this this just gives you the permission these these hundred and one dares to have fun, and sets up the setting for you, so you don't have to think about it. You know, just by being in this kind of a situation, you can't help but have fun. But what do you do with the kids? I, my kids are gone now; they're in their twenties, so I don't have that problem. But Lauren, like you've got the you've got the three year old or the two year old. What do you you got to you don't want them coming in the kitchen while you're doing this, right? Well, I mean, 
this is, I guess, this is maybe dessert. You could do, you know, apple pie a la mode in the oven, you know. <laughs> See, there you go. She's already figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, because that is the number, you know, with people with kids. You know, that's like, how do I do it with kids? Well, all the experts say you have to have a date night. But, you know, that's really hard to do. But you, you adapt. I mean, these are recipes. I mean, I'm giving you little dares. But you can figure out when the kids are down. You know, you can modify. But you're doing one thing. You're making an effort to spice it up when you do something like this. That's all it is. Yeah. And you're also, like Lauren, you added a little ice cream to this. I mean, you can add what you want, right? Exactly. I mean, this, yeah. This, these are great. I and know. 100... Isn't it fun? Yeah. Should we, should we keep going? Okay, sure. One... You want, you, okay, so now you can see that's kind of like, I consider that kind of like, um, is that it's a, not a dirty dare. It's no. very, yeah. So that's what do you want of, now? Should we get a, should we uh, up the ante a little bit? I don't bit? want to scare your audience. No way. Go for it. Go, <laughs> Go for, for it. it. Well, I, I, it's between two. Okay. I'm having a flashback. This one is really, I would call this, this one's really hot. Super so hot. I'm a little nervous about doing this one, but you want me to go for it? Should we? All right. What number is it? <laughs> <laughs> or should we save I mean, it? Should I save probably it? as racy as it gets in the book. If, I, if you want me to go to an extreme, I will. Or oh, is, no. Let's have people, because then, then they're going to go out and buy the book, Laura. If you don't give, you give, we don't want to give them that one now. You don't want to do this. The, well, well, this is kind of, this one's kind of really fun. It's number 14, and it answers the question. I think it's very creative. How do you have a threesome with just two people? Ooh, I like that. You like that? Yeah. This okay. is a little role playing. I love it. Rip out number fourteen, dare number fourteen. Again, it's for her eyes only. Okay. We're doing it. And also, there are men's ones, but we're not doing right. the so men. Well, you have to tell me if you want me to do a man one, but I... no, we'll leave that. The men are going to have to do their own. We're doing ours. <laughs> this is this involves a little role playing, obviously, but I've done this one, and I this is a fun one. I love role playing because I, I like it well. I'm like, okay. okay. So what's the ingredients? Pepper? One blindfold. Okay, so that's easy. If you don't have one, you can make one. Just tie something around your eyes, I guess. A wig. So you got to get a wig. Mm-hmm. Uh, one imaginary and parentheses. Laura has in parentheses and slightly more daring friend. Or Laura, are we going to do this together? Or a threesome? <laughs> Never. That's what you say. Well, maybe just this one time. Okay, forget it. I said that. Forget I said that. This is Laura speaking. A threesome is something that almost every person has at least fantasized about. And that's so true. But no, a lot of people won't admit it, but most people have fantasized. And I know my girlfriends, when we talk about it, they've all fantasized about a threesome. Threesome, this is your chance to take your man there, just you and him. Actually, just you and him, right? Not, mm-hmm. but okay, but he doesn't have to know that, right? Right, right. This is his fantasy. Of, I mean, the men's top fantasy are two things: a woman in charge and a threesome, being with two women. So this is a a dare you're going to do to to you know rock his boat. Okay, okay. Take your man by the hand, hand, lead him to the bedroom. Stop just short of the closed door as you remove his shirt. We're not going to be able to get through this, so we're going to be tantalizing people. They're going to get, <laughs> they're going to run out to their nearest bookstore to buy this. I guaranteed. Tell him softly that you're going to make his dreams come true. Blindfold him and then slowly walk him through the door. Shut it behind you and lead him to the bed. 
sit him at the edge, and as you lean into him gently, push him until he is lying on his back. And then you, and we can't, we only have a minute left, so they're just going to have to wait. They're just going to have to go out and get the book. <laughs> you tease. I'm teasing. I love you. Yeah, this is great. You can call me anytime, Catherine. You can get the book at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Whatever, I promise you, get the book, rip out your dare, take the challenge. This is what you're going to get. You're going to have hotter sex, bigger surprises, better romance. I dare you. Ah, love you. Laura Korn, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Bye, yeah. Lauren. <laughs> this was so much fun. Laura Korn, Bye. 101 Sexy Dares. We'll be back in a minute. You're listening to the Catherine's Zock Show with Lauren Beller on Voice America Women's Network. Talking about what you care about. News, relationships, health, finances. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Hey, Ranger, why do you have to remind people to be careful with fire? Well, Mr. Mountain Lion, sometimes people need to be reminded about certain things, like not to run with scissors or let children play with wild dingoes, and to be responsible for fires they start. So what you're saying is that people can be careless and forgetful? Pretty much. <coughs> that makes me very sad. Sounds like someone needs a hug. Back over, I'll turn your hat into confetti! Remember, only you can prevent wildfires. A public service message from Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ag Council. Experts say everybody is addicted to something. Did you know that addiction affects about 15% of our country's middle class population? How many people do you know who are dependent on some kind of substance? Would you guess your friends, your neighbors? How about your family? You may be surprised. Many of us live with chronic pain, which has made us drug dependent, prescription drug dependent. Others struggle with alcohol, methamphetamine, and cocaine addiction. Do you have a chronic pain problem? There is another way out. Tune in each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for a new prescription for health with Dr. Richard Gracer on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Great guests, great stories, great listening. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. We're back on Voice America Women's Network. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with the microphone, co-host Lauren Bella. We've been having so much fun this morning because this whole show has been about sex. You can't help but have fun. Uh, and now, here's, I don't know if this is more sobering or just another 
part of this whole sexual thing, but uh, we have author Dr. Laura Grasha. She's a psychologist, family and uh, child psychologist with a thriving practice in th- South Florida. She has co-authored a book with uh, Belisa Vranich. She's also a psychologist. Uh, uh, both of them have co-authored this book, Dating the Older Man. Consider your differences and decide if he's right for you. So this is another topic. This is also related to sex, but we're taking kind of a different approach than our first guest. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you on this morning, Dr. Can I call you Dr. Laura? Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, yeah, people are kind of tempted to do that, but, you know. Better not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll call you Dr. Grashow, Laura. Okay, Sounds yeah, good. I don't want to call good. you Thank Dr. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, great to have you on the show. Okay, 20, you say, and this is the statistic, 20 million women have found happiness with older men. And you could be next. Yeah. That's what we're talking to our audience because dating the older man helps women get over all the judgment that comes with older, younger union, so they say. Um, okay, dating the older man. I mean, it's more acceptable, isn't it, uh, Dr. Grashow, to date an older man than for a woman to date a younger man? I think it's more acceptable in our society anyway to date older men. Oh yeah, I think so. I think this uh, the age split with where the man is older and the woman is younger has is you know goes back to you know goes way back <laughs> to ancient Greece. Uh, you know, I think women mature, uh, girls mature faster than boys. Women mature faster than men. And, um, yes, yeah, I mean, more heads turn when you talk about Demi Moore and, and Ashton Kutcher than, uh, I think, even Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah, and I think part of that has, obviously, it's practical. You talk about going back to the Greeks, true, because older men also uh, were stable. They usually had money and profession, and they exactly. could take care of you, and they could take exactly. care of a family. Yeah. So, and there's actually research that shows that um, it's better for fertility when older guys are with younger women. Explain that. You mean that they, they, their sperm is better, or what? How does that yeah, work? They just know that the couples are just bearing more children. That's interesting. That's a statistic yeah. that I hadn't heard yet. But well, maybe the men are more turned on by a younger woman. <laughs> There's more. <laughs> maybe you know we can dive right into the sex if you want. I think it's a big question. If that's what you guys are talking about. Yeah. No, but uh, maybe there's something to that. So that the sperm is more, you know, uh, virile or vital or, you know, whatever it is. Well, uh, for it, because... some reason, I think the dynamic between the couple means that um, they're having more children. But in terms of, you know, the comment that you just made about the sperm, um, there's actually uh, fairly new research out from, um, I think it's UCSB and uh, Stanford, in which uh, the researchers found that what happens with these older guys who are having children with younger women is they're passing on something that we call a longevity gene, and they're passing it on to their baby boys and their baby girls, so it's kind of good for the population as a whole. And I, you know, I, I don't want to be imbalanced uh, when I'm talking about this. There's also research that shows that um, children of older fathers are more likely to have bipolar disorder. So, you know, it's, a, it's a definitely a mixed bag. Uh, Laura, what are we talking about when we say older, too? Because older is two right. years older, five years older, twenty yep. years older. That I mean, because right. that's a you know that's a big difference. Yes, I mean, you know, for purposes of our discussion, I think I'm going to sort of start with about ten years. We we polled a number of women, and about I want to say close to seventy percent of them said that they would be happy to date a man up to ten years older than they were. So that's a lot. Seventy percent of them. My parents were nine and a half years apart, and I would say 
they were one of the happiest really? couples. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I always they always appear to me to have good sex, to have a good relationship. I mean, all of those things. And and uh, they were married for thirty five years, and my father died. But uh, and I always thought it was some. It, you know, he had a lot of experience. Uh, you know, she right. brought youth to the. Pa- uh, there was a lot of good stuff right. happening there. They had a great right. relationship. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that about experience because another thing uh, that, that came up when, when we looked at the results of our poll was that the number one reason women uh, uh, dis- were citing uh, that they would be attracted to an older man was precisely because he was more experienced, more worldly, um, that he would have been through um, a lot more, done a lot more, and that, and that, and that, that he would be more likely to respond or to connect emotionally. Now, the one downside of that could be, Laura, is that they have too much... Baggage. They come, you know, if they're 15, 20 years older, they've had maybe one family, two family, grown children. So then you've got that stuff yeah. to deal with, right? Yeah, I you mean, know, it's absolutely, it's, it's a possibility. Let me, let me make something clear. My, my co-author and I decided to write this book not because we're advocating this kind of couple, but because we've been seeing it more and more in our own practices. You know, we've been talking about this for a couple of years, and then we kind of looked around and said, you know, what is there for women to build healthy relationships with older men because it's just, it's happening. Um, I mean, we can talk about why, um, and there really wasn't anything out there. So we, we wrote a book that's, it's, it's literally, it's, it's one of those self-help books that actually helps because it tells you do's and don'ts and how to handle specific situations and how to read different behavior and how to um, respond and you know, it gives a lot of practical, concrete advice. But this is not something that we necessarily, like I said, advocated. Um, but in terms of the point that you just made with the baggage, it's an interesting point, and you have to ask yourself, where does baggage come from? Because baggage can come from repeated failures, repeated mistakes, but then there's also an internal mechanism that's creating baggage. Why is someone making those mistakes again and again? So you could have a younger guy who has a lot of baggage too. You know, I'm glad you made the point because what you're saying, and this is a social phenomenon, and this is I want to reiterate that because this is happening. Women are dating older men. So your book is saying, okay, not, or marrying them or dating or having them as long-term partners. So this yeah. is, these are some of the issues that come up, unique issues that come up when you're dating an Correct. older man. I, what about the issue of, let's say, someone is 15 or 20 years older, you're 30, he's 45, uh, or even older, and what, you know, sexual prowess, like now that we have Viagra, it would seem to me that would make it easier to date an older man because they may not have the same sexual, uh, you know, energy that, say, a 25. Right. Yeah. Right. Does that make a difference? No, they might not have the same. They might have not have the same energy. But I think what I think women are really interested in trading experience for energy. <laughs> and again, when we polled women, I mean, we found an overwhelming number of them. I, I think something like close to ninety percent of them said that they were more in favor of longer lasting foreplay, more foreplay um, than than an erection. They weren't necessarily interested in that. Yeah, and I think that's been, that's always. Don't you think that's something the women are always talking about? I mean, that's so. Maybe you're more sexually. You're saying compatible, a younger woman Absolutely. and an older man. Absolutely. I mean, I think that you know um, you have to think about the definition of good sex. That a woman's definition of good sex typically includes intimacy and connection and sensitivity and attention. Um, and so, like I said, the woman we pulled made it very clear that experience and technique and more foreplay were way more important. Kind of now, lasting okay, we got two minutes left, and, and readers have to go out. And, I mean, readers and listeners both have, uh, they have to go out and buy the book. But what about just uh, just 
I want to touch on this a bit. Like, you, you come home with a boyfriend. My best friend, uh, one of my best friends, had her husband 15 years older than she, and they've been married right. longer than anybody I know. They have the best right. relationship. Anyway, but parents, because, you know, he was almost the same right. age as her father, and there yeah. was a little bit of disapproval there. So what do you do? Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one. There's no doubt about it, and we devoted a whole chapter to it. Um, I think the first thing you need to do is kind of consider um, your friends and your family's reactions and sort of consider – you know, maybe they're not judging him for his age. Maybe there are certain things about his personality that are that are a turnoff. Um, but beyond that, you know, if you're feeling like you really love this man and you're feeling like you're in a good relationship, you, you know, you have to set appropriate boundaries. Um, you know, you, you can be willing to hear the other side's point of view, but you can't expect somebody, a friend or a family member, to, to like a person. You can't sort of, like, throw them together and insist that this happens. You have to kind of let their own relationship take its course and at the same time, try to surround yourself with people who are more open-minded and accepting and not judgmental. Yeah, great advice. And you can buy the book at bookstores everywhere, uh, Amazon.com, Dating yes. the Older Man. Consider your differences and decide if he's right for you. Dr. Laura Grashow, you, do you have a website? I do. It's www.drgrashow.com. Lots more to talk about. Sorry we're out of time. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Dr. Laura Grasha and, and, and Dr. Lauren Beller <laughs> and Dr. Catherine Zox. We're going to say goodbye this morning. Have a great day, and we'll see you all next week.